Soki Radio Live number 120 this evening it is myself, Lunar, along with DMJ654. Welcome us to the show. And welcome everyone else to where we are. You here, DMJ? Yeah, I'm here. Hey, there we go. Sorry, there was a uh, little bit of a pen attack on my side of the... the the uh, uh, um, I guess the website. The website. I don't know. Yeah, because like I, I typically a little behind the scenes. I listen to the stream in mm-hmm. the background. Yep. While we're waiting to do the show and stuff, and just making sure that we go live so mm-hmm. we can avoid problems. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> for a second there, we had dead air on my end, and I'm like, well, we got dead air. I'm refreshing like nine or ten times. Nothing's coming back. And then for some reason, once the data uh, once all the data like populated and we flip songs everything came back i don't know why i did that uh-huh. and i'm pretty sure it's my end i see yeah uh brief aside i suppose for folks who are listening how that is supposed to work is that we have a separate endpoint that we just connect to it's like a dj specific endpoint and then the system ideally just automatically flips to that what ends up actually happening as of this moment is that we don't really have that exact setup the way that it would be ideally there are a couple different reasons for that one is just it's literally not set up to do that so i it's the switch is more manual second is that we still have a mobile app that uses a sort of fallback endpoint so that's why that at least part of that process must be manual until we implement like an, until we get a new app out there and it's like nothing uses the old endpoint anymore because again for whatever reason our mobile app has to use shoutcasts i tried flipping it over to icecast i tried a whole bunch of different settings this was several months ago by the way and uh yeah, I just can't get that to work. So that's the only thing that's still using Shoutcast. That's also the reason why you can't rate songs through the app. So just a little bit of info there. But if you're here with us this evening, welcome everyone. It is Gensoki Radio Live number 120. That means that if we were doing one show every month without fail since the very first show, this would mark 10 years of Gensoki Radio live shows. However, in our history, we have missed two months. And that was, I think, like within the first 10 episodes, I think it was like since episode six or something, every episode since then, we have done Gensoki Radio Live shows without fail. And to be fair, like very early on, we didn't really know exactly what the shows were going to be. Were they going to be monthly things? Were they going to be just like one-off, like when we have time things multiple times per month? Like... We, we didn't really know, so... But we've got a pretty decent handle, I think, on how that goes. And we've been doing this for, I don't know, some would say too long, but here we are. Too long? Yeah. <laughs> Not long enough. Not long enough. Yeah. We have aspirations. We're going to be here a while, so... Yeah, we're going to be you here... You can't for, kill us! We're going to be here for the next two hours or so. Uh, also this evening, we are inviting... Uh, our first special guest in a while, for, for quite a while really, uh, Mikotan from Toho Fest will be joining us later tonight. They are, to my understanding, on the way back from a something else. So uh, they are probably literally traveling right now and they will be with us later on in the show. So that's that. 
What's new, DMJ? I know what's new. You've been a squid kid once again. Woomy. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah. I have been going ham on Splatoon 3. I my YouTube recommended doesn't know what to do because in, like I used to okay, my normal YouTube recommended is like binging with Babish, Joshua Weissman, various Halo channels and Halo lore channels, music, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, since Splatoon test fire on the 27th five hour streams of just Splatoon 3 rips. How to play dualies right. Best way to make it level up fast. Deep lore videos of Splatoon. My poor YouTube recommended it's like, Sir, are you okay? I don't, uh... Yeah. I mean, I guess I've, I've, I've experienced a similar phenomena when like getting into to one specific thing youtube suddenly is like ah so your interests have changed and now we're going to serve you 20 videos of this and it's like yeah. well it's not even that my youtube recommended it's like, it's like okay so i see you're looking up a lot of splatoon stuff that's mm-hmm. great yeah. also do you want to like learn about the deep lore on like resident evil no i don't care i just want splatoon that's all I want. And then every once in a while, I watch another Binging with Babish video because cannot not watch Binging with Babish. Huh. Fair enough. All right. Let's just try to get this oriented here. You know, it's interesting, just again on a tangent here, but, you know, I, I've, I get so many videos from channels that I am not subscribed to. This is just like the way that YouTube has changed over the years where... I'll be watching, you know, a a video or a series or something, and I'm just like, YouTube is like, so you want to watch this, even though you're not subscribed to them. Okay, we got you, man. And it's just going to be like, you know, pretty much the same person or the same channel, but it's, yeah, it's like subscriptions don't matter anymore. And like, if, if you needed any other clues to that, I guess, like, just look at the bell. Like, what does that do? I've hit the bell exactly zero times in YouTube, like, over the years. I don't you know <laughs> so and and then you get these youtube channels like oh yeah hey uh just double check that you've been subscribed because sometimes youtube unsubscribes you and i'm trying to sit here and be like i've never been automatically unsubscribed from a channel i'm pretty sure that's never happened to me either but also i but i know it's a thing but yeah but like what like it's is it a rare thing is it not like it's it's not rare enough like i i guess i guess like there's just something wacky on YouTube's back end that we all just never will understand how that algorithm works. It's probably sentient at this point. Yeah, we don't we don't really know. But yeah, what what do we got going on this evening? We're we're a two hour live broadcast. We're happening right here on Gensoki Radio at GensokiRadio.net. You can also join us on our Discord server at discord.gg slash Gensokyo. So join us over there, please say something in our chat room we're actually we, we we need people to like if even if it's just a random word we just we want people to say stuff in chat it's uh it's important in fact you know i'm i'm not opposed to like doing an at here for this just to say hey folks the event right now join us in discord the radio station we've been partnered with discord for 
I, but like the better part of six years or something. It's been since the since the beginning of uh, the partnership program. I mean, kind of, yeah. Like it's since near the beginning. A lot of people talk about that now. You know, people like new partners get so much stuff. Like, like back in the day, it was like you get a hoodie, and I got that. I got a hoodie along with like a little postcard thing. It was like the the. Uh, what, what is what is it? It's um, Discord's version of that one character from Legend of Zelda, uh, Tingle, I think. Yeah, it's like their version of them, right? So, whatever. It's like you know, it's like a magical poof. You're a partner now, kind of thing. <laughs> so I don't know if they still do that exactly, but you know, new partners now get like a fancy box. It's all branded and stuff. They obviously get the the hoodie and stuff, but they also get like stickers and all this other like all these other extras and things. Uh, which is pretty neat, but yeah, we're we're I, literally in the partner like the Discord partner server. We're OG partners. I, my name is like slightly different colored than everyone else's in there because I've been around for a long time, and I'd kind of like to keep it that way, to be perfectly honest. Um, <laughs> but you know, like the, there's a lot of things that the, our server gets like just benefits from that we don't really even think about or realize. Uh, and we'll, you know, if we we lose that, we'll we'll see some of those things go away. And I, hopefully that's not a, uh, hopefully it doesn't happen. But in order to avoid that, we need folks to just drop a word in general or something. Please just chat. Thanks. <laughs> uh, the the specific stat is the number of communicators. This is a hard number, so it's not a percentage. It's a hard number. We just need to be above that hard number. This has never been a problem before now. Also, like, just... I know that Discord is, like, their stats have been doing some wonky things over the last few weeks. Um, I think it was, like, since the beginning of this month, September, that some of the stats are reporting incorrectly, so maybe that has something to do with it? Maybe not. I don't actually know. So, I... Yeah. Go ahead, just say... Yeah, Meow works. Just... Meow. On a monopia. Hey, I'm just reading what people are saying in our chat room. (laughs) So, but uh, yeah, we got a lot coming up. Yeah, music-wise, don't we? Yeah, obviously, we got Miko Tan that's going to be joining us in a little bit here. But we have a lot of music that is um, pretty much all the way up to the point where it is ready to be filtered into the regular rotation. I have a stack of music on my desk. It has already been ingested, um, pushed to the library, so you can look it up on our website. But we've got stuff from R-Note, Quintet, PZSL, uh, Machikado Mapaze, which actually, DMJ, if you're not familiar with them, I listened to some of their stuff, and like, I, I don't know how we've kind of missed out over the years. They're, like, some of their really early stuff is, in my opinion, on par with, like, Floating Cloud. In terms Ooh, of... In terms that's, of, like, that's, that's real... words there. Like, real, real instruments, really good quality recording. Like, you know that some, some fan music just isn't mixed very well or whatever. This is recorded really well. Um, like, it's clear and stuff. I'm, so like, are we ta- are we talking like like we're we're talking high production value? Like we're talking like which, they got somebody who actually is a sound engineer, but working on it. But also, maybe not. You can never really tell with with fan music exactly like what their level of proficiency or what their level of like you know how much like if you try to predict how much they 
spent at a studio, for example. Like, a lot of these circles literally just have a, like, a room, like, their room at their home, and they put up some, like, blankets and stuff for a little bit of sound baffling, and they have, like, a decent microphone, and they'll, you know, play the clarinet or the violin or whatever. Like, I mean, Tam has done some of that early on, and you can get it to sound pretty decent even with just that, so. Um, I mean, the, the, did my, it... Did- didn't um sean do that yes you know for well when he auditioned to be fair this was before like covid and whatever but he uh, for for like auditions and stuff he would get into he would get into his closet he would close the doors so it was just him and at the time it was just a blue yeti uh which is a usb microphone and he would do recordings for that just like auditions now for actual work i think he would actually go into a studio and record well, but no i'm i'm talking about like during covid he was it was the same thing just put a bunch of blankets around and record no for for covid he did it properly he got actual oh, like sound okay. paneling for and it covers like 75 percent or more of the room that he's in uh for doing his voice work and yeah, so like he he did that proper because he had to. Like the stuff that he did at home was going to end up in video games and even anime. He said um there was what is it like the second season of ReZero um what is it starting life in another world whatever that anime is. Um his character is Natsuki Subaru. He he is the main character basically. And he described and I think we even had him on the show like last time he was here. He described doing that scene from home where i mean like obviously there was an entire season but there's one scene in particular that he he was really proud that he did it in one take and it was basically the set of it this isn't pleasant but the sound of his character like screaming because he's getting like torn to shreds or something i don't know i haven't seen the second season but uh he did that from home to the point where, if you recall DMJ, he posted a sign on his front door saying, Hey, I'm a voice actor, so like, if you hear sounds of <laughs> like getting killed or getting murdered, I'm just doing a voice thing. This is my job. I have to work from home. <laughs> do you remember that? You know, yeah, I do remember that. And you know what's hilarious? I was thinking to myself literally just now as you were saying this, that in any other city in the world other than maybe LA and New York... Would putting up that sign would be enough? Yeah, but in anywhere, any other place in, in the United States, the sign would also have to be like you're gonna have to call the police ahead of time. Be like, hey, this is what's happening. If you get a call saying it sounds like I'm dying, just it's yeah. I'm doing voice work. Yeah, it's that's just that is it. You know, um, it's you know, it's almost like uh what is it like at at county fairs or like okay better example like at fireworks shows like sometimes they'll just have the fire department next to where the fireworks are happening and that's just because they're doing a thing that they know is like so i mean that's the whole reason why i can't i i like i'm always debating can you imagine having to be the person that says hey uh local police department please come over and verify that i'm not actually being killed thanks that's why metal vocals at home 
it's just weird. If you're <laughs> living in an apartment complex or with other people who don't understand what you're doing, it's gonna sound weird. Because as soon as you start sounding, doing your doing, like especially if you're like um, a false chord vocalist and you do those like deep lows and deep highs and you go in between the two, there's literally no discernible difference between hey, I'm singing a song versus I just broke my leg in the bathroom. Please come help. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could say more about that, but this is not exactly the most pleasant topic, so... <laughs> like, things I have heard, and uh, trying to figure out whether someone is just, you know, acting a thing or being silly, or if they actually need help. Um, I have heard both, unfortunately, so... Yeah! Yeah. Uh, I'm just gonna leave it at that. We've got some music on the way here. We've also got a bunch of game news as well. Um, I think... We jumped the gun a little bit on the Game Jam stuff. I checked their site. There wasn't anything new there. But we have plenty of Steam games to talk about, including some memes, because there's always memes with games. It's someone's going to be a developer and enjoy memes, and you put the two things together, and suddenly there you go. So that's just how it is. Memes memes are great. Memes mm -hmm. are always good. Yeah. yeah. We've also got some station stuff going on behind the scenes. I've been working on some product related things you know it's it's been it's been a roller coaster um I'll, I'll just say this over the last like two to three weeks i've sent like 20 emails back and forth between me and our fulfillment company for our, the like the stuff that we have in our store oh it's oh i it's yeah are we talking it's is it is it linus tech tip screwdriver bad no, it's just like communication and incompetent workers bad. Gotcha. So it, communication isn't the best. And then also like, I don't know, I'll, I'll talk about it more later on here. It's something we'll we'll fit it into like the station section towards the end or whatever. So anyway, right now we've got a couple songs coming up. We've got one from Buta Otome, also one from Iron Attack. So we'll get into this in just a second here. Stay tuned because we're going to have Miko Tan with us later on in the show tonight on Gensokyo Radio Live number 120. Mudate casa, nada, ibonito. 
人に幸福ふさわしい量でいい雨上がりの虹に出会うくらい群れて重なる愛を
welcome to Gensoki Radio Live, number 120 this evening. It's still Lunar here, and DMJ as well. Uh. DMJ, on a scale of one to Squid, how Splatoon-like was that first song? I'm going to tell you right now, uh, it sounded dead up like Seaside, like <laughs> the new Seaside album, like yeah. the new Seaside tracks for Rooster 4. Mm-hmm. It definitely sounds like something that would be in-game now. Like it does. Like it's, I went down a deep. I'm not. This is a Toho thing. I'm not going to go down the, the deep rabbit hole. Are you kidding? Music. Listen to any other show that we've done up to this point. At, at, <laughs> at what point have we limited ourselves to only the topic of Toho stuff? How many times have we talked about you know Halo or Pokemon or whatever other? I mean, Splatoon the among Splatoon, them. The in-game band Splatoon lore is about as deep it is rich it's just halo <laughs> extended universe it's so crazy and this is the same studio that made animal crossing they have these <laughs> writers make on animal crossing doing splatoon it's like there's barely any writing on uh on uh animal crossing when it comes to the story there's no like grand arcs and then you go over to the splatoon and they're like we wrote in-game beefs we wrote like lineages of bands that went on forever we we've we've added like the reasons why these creatures would be making music it's like oh my gosh this is so deep so everything's got a reason everything's got some sort of like backstory and stuff interesting yeah interesting so yeah um let's see this is interesting timing because uh, I need to run a sound check, but I can't because I'm doing the audio stuff. So DMJ, if you would be so kind as to do a sound check and make sure, uh, you know what? Hold on, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do this. And we're back. So, <laughs> sorry, secret conversation. We're trying to get Mikotan with us. They have just popped in and uh we're at the front of this break i don't want to wait until like another music break to get them in so we're just gonna go ahead and run our backstage stuff right now and try to get them in a little bit sooner so while we're waiting on that how is everyone this evening please join us in our discord server if you're not there already uh we did some interesting things earlier on uh what was it this week or last week pretty recently uh we had our third request block for uh, our radio station or Discord server. We've we've done a couple of them before. The first one that we did, basically the idea is to say, hey, we're gonna just set aside like an hour or two and run some songs that are requested from our community. And if you wanna have a song you know, like that you want us to play, just drop it in this thread on Discord and we'll pick it up from there and we're good to go. Now, a lot of people, I think, would request songs that we don't have, so it's easiest to like point to an album on our website and say, yeah, I want track four on this album or whatever. That's probably the best way to do it. But um, the other thing is, yeah, the request block that we did just this past week is... It went really well. It was pretty popular and all that stuff. Uh, I am trying to multitask here, and it's tough to do that, but um, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit more later. Uh, let's get our guest in here. So, bum, 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 bum. and hello. Welcome to the show, Miko-tan. Um, you are officially on air. How's it going? Pretty good. How about yourself? I'm doing all right. 
So for folks who don't know, Mikotan is the event chair for Toho Fest. They are also the executive director for uh, Toho Fest parent organization, and they've been involved in running events since uh, 2014, if I recall correctly. So it's yeah, you've been around the block once or twice is basically what all that means. Oh, I guess you could say that. Yeah, like I've been on the event scene um, since 2014. Um, I've been on the convention scene, you know, doing cosplaying since 2009, and I've been in the oh, scene. Oh, geez, at least around 2011, 2010, 2011-ish. So, been around about a decade, basically. Yeah, actually, you've probably been around Toho stuff about as long as I've been. So that's that's really interesting to think about. Because there, there are so many... We have such a mix of people, like a mix of fans these days. We have people who've known about Toho since like 2008, 2009. I think like the days when like YouTube was still relatively new at that point. And, you know, people would post things online and some of the videos from Nico Video would get over here and some of them were Toho videos and... Like, we know, especially early on, a lot of, like, the early Flash animations and stuff would come in. So we have a lot of fans from, like, that era. But then we have a bunch of fans, like, in between then and now. All the way from, like, other stuff that came after to, like, the, I don't know, the the Fumo craze or whatever. Like, you can point to a whole bunch of different things these days and say, yeah, okay. So that's that's how this person found out about this whole other subculture that is Toho Project. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Interesting. So, cool. Well, I am really glad to have you here. It's been a long time since we've had a guest on our show, and this is something we want to get into, but uh, you're uh, you're starting us out here, so that's really awesome. Uh, we've... Thank you. we've uh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, uh, yeah, the good luck to be here and such, and um, I'm pretty excited to be, you know, to be part of this huge uh, show and such, and I'm you know, and I can't do this without, um, I want to say at least first, um, I can't, I wouldn't have been able to do it without, of course, the support of the community and the support of the staff. I mean, this is a huge team effort. Oh, yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we'll, we'll get into a bit more about the event itself and that kind of thing a little bit later on here. Um, just before you stopped in, I was kind of informing our listeners about uh, something that we did uh, over the last like week or two we had every now and then we do like uh, I've just we don't really have a, an official name for it so I've just been call- calling it a request block it's basically a block of time that we'll set aside for listeners to stop by our discord server request a song or two or three or however much space we have frankly and we'll just play it on the station now normally the station doesn't do requests like just during the regular rotation and stuff so it's a cool opportunity for some of our most active listeners to join in and get a little bit more involved have a little bit more control if you will so yeah uh, let's see. After that, we... I'm just kind of looking down the list here. We've got a number of other things to chat about. Uh, try to space this out here. We've got a whole slew of Steam games, which we'll talk about probably later on here. We've got Station News, and yeah, so... Alright, uh, you know what? I'm probably going to just 
take a quick break here. We'll play a couple more songs just to get ourselves settled in, and then we'll have a chat with our guest, Miko-tan, here. Get into the event that is Toho Fest starting uh, next year. So, uh, But for now, we'll play something from the album, uh, nothing but the Toho EDM, something... We've had this album for a long time, just as, like taken forever to finally get ingested uh, and then we've got something from twitter tohobu it's a uh, that's the artist the album is Dewfall. that is another kind of interesting one and then after that we'll be right back here on gensoki radio live number 120 stick around
here on Gensou Radio Live number 120 this evening. I am Lunar. We've got DMJ as well as our special guest this evening, none other, none other than Mikotan. Hopefully I can talk well enough for the rest of this. But yeah, we've got a lot of stuff to go through. Um, obviously, there's this is a big thing that's kind of hitting the community over the next year. Less than a year, obviously, but... We've got a lot of folks out there, a lot of listeners who are into the music, the series, the games, the artwork, all that stuff. And you're going to be able to find a little bit of everything uh, at Toho Fest next year. So uh, maybe we can start out by just telling us a little bit, give us a general overview of what the event uh, is uh, going to be like or what the aim is. Um. So, okay. Jeez, uh, where do I? Where to start? I mean, is, it, is that too general? Is that? <laughs> yeah, no, it's fine. I can. I. I um. So for Tollfest, um, obviously we are. So uh, for those of you who do not know, it is a Toho focused event being held um, next year on April 29th to the 30th, 2023 um, at the Torrance Cultural Arts Center. It is a um, really cool venue. It's near the coast. It's near LAX. Um, nice. Yeah, basically near, you know, um, we say it's, you know, in the LA, LA, uh, the greater LA area, as we should say. Mm-hmm. Um, and essentially, um, what people can look forward to is we do have a couple of concerts planned. I think one concert planned. Um, we are, we should have a few panels. We definitely have a lot of cosplay-focused uh, uh, events. Um, uh, we definitely have gatherings in place. Uh, we even have a FUMO, I think, gathering um, lined up as well, I a, think. A FUMO gathering. Interesting. I'm imagining I'm imagining in my head a FUMO gathering. It's just a bunch of FUMOs now it, migrate. Yeah, they're, like, they're we're, just, like we're, we're there to watch them migrate they're, to they're, the convention. They're just uh, – it's, it's almost like HTF created – something in blender that's just like a whole bunch of fumos casually walking to the cultural arts center it's like we're gonna have a gathering today <laughs> well like no i'm like imagining it's like it's less like like they're trying like they're just like hey we're going to the cultural arts center. it's like it's a migration like we're watching them like they're like <laughs> geese migrating to the to south for winter they're just coming over here to graze for a bit and then leave <laughs> actually I just thought of something. What if, what if you put together like just like a sh- really short film where you've got like you start out with like a wide shot, you see like a little fumo on like a wall ledge or something, and then like a vehicle passes by and it's gone, and or like maybe it goes to like somewhere else in the frame, and you just have like these various still shots where stuff is happening where like the view gets partially or fully occluded for a moment, and then it just like moves to other points over time and eventually there's like more and more of them as you get closer to where the uh, the event is happening <laughs> well we that remains to be seen yes but uh that is a fun idea that is a fun idea you know so um yeah. i i'll be honest um uh, i don't personally own a fumo ah. i never can get my hands on one right yeah so uh so for those of you who are able to get them and such you know congrats uh, you guys are the lucky ones yeah. you are the lucky ones Mm-hmm. Um, so we definitely have that. We do. We know for sure we do have a cosmic contest. Uh, we've got an artist alley. We've got a really nice um, gaming hall set up. Um, we got you know a bunch of uh, booths, and of course you guys will have one since you know uh, yeah. We definitely have that. Um, and one thing that the cultural um, that the 
that, that the cultural center has, especially for cosplay. Um, I know a lot of people are really excited for this. Uh, the cultural arts center has a built-in Japanese garden. Uh-huh. Okay, that's cool. Um, there's uh, there are going to be uh, we are planning on inviting some food trucks because I know food is going to be you know was brought up so we will you know, have that available. Nice. Um, and that I mean you know this is a first year so we you know please don't expect you know too too much out of us. Um, but uh, we are here to to do we are he- what we are here to do is we are here to run the event as best as we can you know given our limitation. That's that's it. You know, we want everyone to come. Uh, fans, you know, we, we welcome fans, you know, from all backgrounds, all ages. You know, we want people to have fun and you know have a good time and have a good experience. You know, so yeah, very cool. All right, um, you had mentioned a little bit about guests, and I know that we have had a number of them announced. Uh, we even had one just announced a couple of hours or so. So we're really on the heels of this one. But uh, maybe tell us a little bit more about uh, who we might be able to see at Toho Fest. So, um, so to run to run through the order, we have uh, Tessiro, who is uh, a pretty big um, player, literally, figuratively and literally, within the Tohito Tensoku uh, community. Oh, okay. He will be uh, doing the commentating for nice. our tournament. Oh, well, that's cool. And we tend to. Yeah, we tend to, for tournaments. I know a lot of people have been asking. Uh, we are tentatively keyword scheduled to have tournaments for uh, game nine, game fifteen point five, and twelve point three. Okay, we yeah. are tentatively scheduled to have that. Our second guest that we announced is Wonderful. She's know a really amazing cosplayer mm-hmm. uh, and streamer yeah. from Canada. So we're going to have her there as well. Um, our third guest is you guys. So that's kind of funny. I'm, yeah. you know, you're interviewing me, and you guys are also guests, yeah. and you guys also have your own booth. So yeah, if, you if guys we, are also one too. If we haven't mentioned that, uh, or if, if our listeners, if some of you haven't heard yet, um, Gensoki Radio is an, an actual official guest at Toho Fest in 2023. So uh, we would love to see a lot of our listeners out there. We'd like really like to meet you guys. Uh, we'll have a booth. We're gonna have our own panel and stuff, and we'll just kind of. You know, it's going to be a good time. We'll have some time to just like chat and hang out. It'll be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, for those of you who um, obviously have listened to music quite a bit, we just announced Lyrica Live. She huh? does, I should say they, I should say, because Lyrica Live is actually a um, musical duo. Oh, they've okay. Done, yeah, they've done the um, uh, English lyrics. Uh, so there's also She's the one who writes. They, she, they, they're the ones who write the lyrics and their singing part. And their and their partner uh, also does you know, singing, singing and duels. Um, yeah, they've been doing this since like I think since 2014 or 15. So yeah, for quite a while. And um, we are absolutely psyched to have them uh, on board. Yeah, um, we are planning on getting a few DJs uh, as well. Um, we are getting a couple, maybe a few other local performers and such. And the other last big guest, we might be announcing keyword bites in October, November, and such. Okay, might be another another musical guest. So just be on the lookout for that. I can't give, I can't, you know, say who it's going to be. But, Obviously, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, well that's cool. So yeah, mm-hmm. uh, sounds like we've got 
plenty of folks to to go meet obviously as a first year event it's going to be you know a little bit um you know just is what it is but for i mean for being a first year event it sounds like we've got a pretty decent set of folks to to go and and, and meet and chat with and stuff so uh, it'll sounds mm-hmm. like it'll be a good time um yeah and yeah we definitely want people to uh and one of the big draws other than obviously meeting the guests and meet, just meeting you know your fellow toho fans and such but mm-hmm. you know i know a lot of us you know, have discord we, we all a lot of us chat across discord and such yeah but you know this is also a great time to an great opportunity to basically put a name to the name of the hashtag you know there's there is a there is a face behind the name of the hashtag so Mm-hmm. This 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 kind of thing is what got me excited because I remember back in 2013 when AWA like happened and I was there and I got to meet the people and see the people. I mean, like one of my one of my favorite things to do during the entire con wasn't even like walking around and doing all that stuff. It was going down to the arcade where this person has brought their own custom Toho arcade machine and they were just sitting there with the community and playing and talking. That was like, I literally stayed for like, I want to say 10 to 15 hours down there and I talked mm-hmm. myself hoarse. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Wow. Just, he's that. Just, just, <laughs> all right. Um, okay. Wow. Okay. Let's see. What's, um, talked about guests a little bit what other you talked a little bit about you know musical guests and things like that uh what other events might we be able to find at the event i know we've got you know panels and things we'll have obviously like a merchant area we're gonna we're gonna have artists there as well like an artist's alley kind of thing uh maybe mm-hmm. talk a little bit more about some of the things that'll be there yeah so uh we do have a, a small artist uh well what's it no, a decent-sized artist alley, um, and we so we have, we have two official artists, uh, Cloudy and Freezex. So, for those of you who saw our Chero Day um, sale, that artist uh, who did the poster for that is Freezex. He's from the Boston area. Yeah. So he's going to be coming all the way out here. So that's going to be really cool. Yeah, we've uh, we've, we've known Freeze for. Uh gosh how many years at this point like oh eight, man eight, dude, i think i, can't I think eight know. years actually we met him in 2014 yeah. so okay cool yeah so uh we definitely have that available uh other events i mentioned we've already got game tournaments we got panels we got concerts we got the cosplay gatherings not too too much else for the time being at least not that i can i'm a, I'm, I'm aware of um, like I said, it is, you know, we do have to keep our scope relatively limited for the first year. So it is what it is. So, um, but that, yeah, like, um, and, you know, for those of you who are, um, wondering, yes, uh, there are artist spots still available. There are vendor spots still available. You can go to our website, you know, you're, if you're an artist out there, or, you know, you have total merch, you know, you can come go to our website and just, you know, um, you know, space. We do have the rule of um, that at least minimum 20% of the entire display and your merch has to be Toho related. Hey, you know, you're coming to a Toho event, people are going to be expecting Toho merch and Toho stuff. So yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's how it is. So is that just for artists or is that also for merchants? 
it's also for merchants too. <laughs> it's the same rule across the board. Okay. Now I can I can see like twenty percent. I you know I think a lot of a lot of merchants. A lot. I mean, certainly a lot of artists are going to be able to do that. So that's a, that's an interesting one. It's a little unique, but I think I think it'll work out. So uh, cool. Good to know. Uh, let's see. I know really early on, and this is probably something that some of our listeners are going to be kind of wondering about, but early on when we started hearing about Toho Fest and we were getting more and more announcements and information about it and stuff like that, a lot of folks were coming out and kind of just being like, so there's a lot of cosplay guests, like, is that going to be like a really decent focus of this or like, how, how does that fit in? Because I know like, and especially early on, this was a question. I think now that we have more guests that have been announced and we know a little bit more about what's going on maybe it's not quite as strongly uh that, that you know like kind of being what's the impression is on folks who are considering going but um yeah so well, like is this like a cosplay focus thing or like where, where does that fit in I, I mean it really does depend on what you're into and stuff. sure oh so, okay. um where we got a lot of our info, where we, where we based, I should say, a lot of this info was that we had a, um, we did a survey. We, 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 for those of you who were aware or are aware, we did a, we did a survey mm-hmm. last year, you know, uh, asking people, hey, you know, where's everybody from? Where, um, what guests do you want to see? And what aspects of Toho? Because to- when you say Toho, um, the community is very, very diverse. It is, yeah. Right. I think you're not, you know, all of us here can can agree on that. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to ask people. Okay, so what are what aspects of Toho within the community are people are people into or are they interested in? And without doubt, the top three were music, cosplay, and games. All right. So cosplay was the easiest aspect the easiest uh uh thing to basically put up onto our website because we can't it's hard for us to put out you know uh try and get a bunch of artwork we have to go to all the artists and such mm-hmm. we have to commission art ourselves yeah. um versus getting the games you know we didn't at the time we didn't even know when we launched the website we didn't know um what kind of titles we were going to have but cosplay and cosplay pictures we work with you know one of our uh, cosplay, cosplay guild is one of our affiliate servers our affiliate groups and we just talk to them by saying hey you know can you guys can you know can we get some cosplay photos he was submitted you know several pictures okay so, so and we, sounds like it was just yeah. kind of a natural starting point you know that what's what's the what's like the fastest easiest thing that we can get out right now just to get started and then after that, of course, more stuff came out. We know more information about the event and who's going to be there. And we, we know more guests, obviously, uh, and stuff like that. So, okay. So hopefully that kind of answers some of some of the questions that I think some of our listeners have had around that part of it. Because I know mm-hmm. I, I just I just remember back back then it was like it was more like, you know, is this a cosplay thing? What, what exactly is this going to be uh, like during the actual event so uh yeah all right um there is i think that's pretty much most of what we had uh we have you know actually one one good question i've got 
is, you know, we've, we know that Mikotan has got some experience running events and stuff. Uh, I think some folks are also curious about what the team that is going to be running this event is like. You know, kind of like what just kind of general overview. I don't have any specifics unless, unless you want to give them, but, uh, you know, like, what's, what's the team like uh, behind Toho Fest? Well, I mean, it's a uh... It's a pretty, that's a pretty big question, actually. So, um, I mean, we can start with like, you know, do we have like just a, just a few people? Is there like a whole team? Correct. So we basically, so when we first started planning it out, we got together a committee of people to help plan, you know, figure out the direction we want to go in, figuring out, you know, just basic administrative stuff like the venue, Mm -hmm. so on and so forth. And from there, once we squared, once we had that squared away, we started expanding. We started looking. Hey, you know, who wants to do? Who wants to do what specifically? So, uh, for instance, uh, our gaming hall manager, his name's uh, Nocturnal Joey. Um, he's been around the oh, and especially it's like the Smash tournament scene for like several years and such. He's run tournaments, brackets, you know, playthrough tournaments, has staff. Uh, gaming-related events, so it was a natural choice, you know, to have him selected as that. Sure. Okay. Actually, so, and he, I, mm-hmm. I think you and I have talked about this a little bit before the show, but uh, we've known them for a number of years as well uh, under, I think, a different name, but same person. Um, and yeah, they've they've been part of the community for you know, literally years, pretty much, kind of like we have. So. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, it's cool to see that they're actually part of your committee and are helping out with stuff like that. So, uh, yeah. yeah, really cool to hear. And uh, within within that, you know, uh, with, with part of that team, we are working with, uh, you know, an- another group out of Anime Boston that you guys are obviously aware of, the Toho Road Show. Yes, we've also worked with them since 2014, Man. 2015. You know, we helped out in 2014, but we actually started really having a, like a dedicated, we're going to help out with this thing since 2015 mm-hmm. like from 2015 to 2019 basically so. i wonder what 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 jank thing we're gonna do again that will break uh r slash uh tech gore you mean what <laughs> what jank thing they're going to do and and frankly i seriously wonder like what and, and this is something i just have to ask ptr about and and maybe maybe i'll have to like get them on just like as another guest before uh the event in in april but how are they going to do that? Because you and I, DMJ, know the kind of task it is simply to get a bunch of machines and things from a car sitting in front of the convention center up to the, what, second or third floor ballroom. Yes, and the amount, the amount of Pelican cases yeah. <laughs> that they have, so, like the amount of PCs that they have to, like, there is so many logistics, like... I, Miko Tan, I don't know if you you've seen how the setup works. Like, is like there when they I'm... roll up with a car, like a, like a coupe, like a, like a Honda Civic. Open the doors, and it's just nothing but towers. And you have and to. It's like way down the suspension. Remember, they <laughs> removed. I think what was it? The passenger seat was completely removed to make more space inside the cabin of this vehicle. Just to move all the equipment for for all the game machines. 
insane. That's new to me because, um, yeah, no, I have not seen their, I've not seen their setup and how they move stuff, logistics and stuff. So, so that, yeah, so that said, again, okay. like, I'm not saying that that's gonna be, obviously, but you no, know, what is. I want to hear it from them because obviously Migotan, I don't expect you to, to to really know how they're doing this. But how are they going to get that set up from New England to LA? Basically, you know, literally, uh, literally from one opposite corner of the country to the other. And, and, and the, uh, DMJ, DMJ, and I actually talked about this a number of years ago. We brought uh, we, we brought like a like a prototype machine with us to to show to PTR and say, hey. If you want to miniaturize some of this stuff, if you want to get it so that it's easier to move around, why not consider something like this? And we showed them. It never really took, unfortunately. And I think, and we know this from talking to PTR about how like the machines for their setup are configured and decided, like you know what what machines doing what and and why are they the way they are, uh, is because a lot of them are effectively refurbished, rebuilt, uh, older machines, machines that are donated, uh, and they're just retuned, basically, to be able to run the games really, really well. So, Sometimes they're just an optiplex that they literally just do- like they use an ext- PCIe extension cable to put, hook okay, up okay. a graphics that was, card that was, hanging outside the case. That was one time, okay? I've not seen that at any other point in time except 2019, when DMJ posted the thing on whatever that that Reddit thread was, tech support core, mm-hmm. and yeah. and actually got someone to give him gold or whatever. So yeah, they gave me gold. Not crap. not that I know what that means, but it's a yeah, it's a thing. Somebody paid money <laughs> to give me an award to get no ads <laughs> because they're like, this is this is this is bad. Yeah, it's when you say when DMJ says this is gold. It's basically that statement, but on Reddit. Yeah. So, cool. So we're we're gonna kind of take a break from there. Uh, we've got a number of folks that are listening this evening from a number of countries, and uh, ooh, we're gonna do this in a slightly different order because right now I've got it in order of population instead of alphabetical order. So tonight we've got folks listening from the United States, Germany, Malaysia, the UK, Japan. China, Latvia, Russia, Spain, Indonesia, Canada, Ukraine, Mexico, Sweden, Argentina, Venezuela, Turkey, and Pakistan. We don't usually end on anything other than, like, the U's, so that's... That's a a different one. Did did you not know that we're an internet radio station and people can listen to us from basically everywhere? Well, I, I know you, yes, I know you're an internet radio station, and I know Toa has global reach like this. I just, that just boggles my mind. It's like, wow, there's, I mean, I figured, you know, mostly, I know there's a lot of people from, you know, the US, North America, Europe and such. I just didn't expect just how, I knew, I knew it was global. I just didn't know how global. Yeah. Wow. Well, I'm, um, I'm. Hello. Just, Hello, world. Wait. Welcome to Gensoki Radio. It's uh, yeah. very nice to meet you. There uh, we go. I found the post. We've got a number of users who have bothered to log in from wherever they're listening. And uh, so we have some names to shout out as well. We've got the Almighty Turtle, Can't Find Remote, Chris1, DMJ, uh, Fami, ha- uh, Harondesai, and another one that's kind of similar to that. I think I think they made two accounts. Kordamu, Karanto B, and Wizzle. 
can't find remote is always looking for the remote. Ah, and uh, watching this thing. So apparently France was apparently you didn't mention France. This guy mentioned, hey, you know, there's a business for France here. Okay, hello. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> the the way that hello France as well. You have been called out. Uh, so the. The way that we do countries and listeners, we we use MaxMind's like free database, and it's I think they say it's like ninety nine percent coverage. So there are going to be a few stragglers out there that we just miss. That's just the way it is. Uh, if we wanted to miss fewer, if we wanted to get that extra 0.9 percent, it's like a bunch of money every year. So we just don't bother with that because what's what's really the point? It's just for fun. Um, I also see Niura has just signed in. Welcome as well. There's a late shout out for you. Welcome to this. And uh, yeah, we're going to be stepping into another song here. This is something from the album Monsters. And then we have something after that as well. We will return back here on Gensoki Radio Live number 120 right after this.
Soki Radio Live 120, Lunar DMJ and Miko Tan are guests with us this evening. We left off in a conversation about some of the folks behind the event Toho Fest happening next year in 2023. Uh, that is the event that Miko Tan is the event chair of, and we've got a chance to sort of poke their brain a little bit, see what's going on, see what happens behind the scenes at this event. And one of the things that we wanted to talk a little bit more about is who is behind the event? Who's actually running this thing? Because it's, I mean, there's a couple different reasons, at least, you know, it's genuine curiosity. We have already talked a little bit about Miko Tan. They've been in the event you know, seen, you know, helping to organize events for a number of years here. They've been around the block once or twice, as we said at the very front of this, but we're kind of curious about who some of the other folks are. We talked a little bit about, ah, uh, shoot, is it is it Joey Nocturnal? Nocturnal Joey. Nocturnal Joey. I, I know them by a different name. Uh, if they're not using that name anymore, I won't say it here, but uh, yeah. But um, yeah, and I like, like I said before the uh, music break here, we've known them for a number of years. They've been in the scene again for about that long as well. And uh, yeah, so I guess you wanted to get a little bit more into uh, to that. So let's let's continue on here. Uh, who else do we have that was helping to run this thing next year? Yeah, so we've, uh, we're still obviously building out our staff. So if you're interested in any listeners who wants to be able to staff hmm. in the area and such, or if they can make it out here, uh, we do have staff applications available on our website as well. Um, good to know. Yep. Um, because, hey, you know, like I said, it takes you know, a whole team of people behind us to run, run yeah. something like this. Yeah, um, it really does. For example, for, for operations, we have um, uh, Andy Perrine. He's been running event operations as part of many different events for like the past five, six years. So we've got that. Um we have um, a lot of people from um, some people from like a, within like some newer staff helping out with like security odds. We have um, other staff. From, I, I know a person called Mackenzie uh, is going to be doing our staff ops. Um, so that's mostly on the operations side. We also form guest relations. I can't say GR because I can't say GR and GR at the same time. That's, <laughs> That gets confusing. No, we have guest relations person who also has um, worked at other events and has done guest relations uh, before. So um, I will say this to both Tokyo Radio that uh, you, you know you and the rest of the guests will be in good hands. I can assure you. Assure you on that one. That's um, cool to us. On the on the cosplay side of things, we have as we mentioned. Um, we have five uh, cosplay ambassadors, uh, and they're all incredibly good at what they do and such. Like, we have uh, Copper uh, Reverie. She's the one in charge of the Toho Cosplay Guild, and she's the one helping to organize, uh, compile all the different gatherings and stuff like that. You have her Jitters, also um, from the Atl- from Atlanta. She's going to, or not Atlanta, um, from, from, um, from the, no, Alabama. Yeah, okay. he's going to be the one helping to run it as well, and actually physically run the gatherings and such. We've got um, Caffeine, who is based out in based out in Illinois, as he will be um, our our head cosplay judge. He's been judging for like you no know, years and such. 
Um, we've got Mystical Lala, who is based around aerospace in Arizona. She's going to be doing a lot of the events, and she might be most likely be helping out with the Fumo gathering and such, which is basically a slot for people to bring their Fumos to kind of you know take pictures and such. I know that if I we didn't allocate a time frame for that, everyone would be pretty angry. Be uh, and then of course, yeah. And uh, we've got uh, Meadow Kitty, who's based out in Michigan. Um, so we've got like um, also been on the cosplay and co scene for um, um, for a few years now. And yeah, we uh, let's see, we've got that. We've got a bunch of other people around. Um, so yeah, it's going to be, um, we put together arguably the best possible team we're going to get in all, in all of North America. So, um, even, in, we technically, are, actually, we have an international team. We have our webmaster, uh, this person called Lily. Ah. So, and that person is actually from Canada. Okay. So yeah, we actually do have an international team. That is cool. Yep. You know, I'm so, all, all about web development working remotely and stuff like that i mean it's just like build it here and see it everywhere so it's good stuff yeah mm-hmm. so yeah um like yeah that's pretty much like you know a lot of the major stuff um you know we have i you can't go into too much details of course you know mm-hmm. you just have to you know follow our you know social media Oh, we have our own to we have our own Discord, of course. Um, people are free to jump in and such. Um, uh, we do plan on having some virtual events, you know, pretty soon. Um, so definitely, you know, if, if you cannot even if someone cannot physically make it, you know, they can still jump in the server, you know, chat with people, hang out and such. You know, it is a community and such. So yeah. why not have? Um, does any so far? Do you or does anybody else who's listening right now uh, have any questions? I mean, and actually, because I can't see this. How many people are listening right now? Uh, let's see. Right now, I can check this number here. Although, of course, I moved the tab because of reasons. Um, let's see. Right now, we're we're in the ballpark of about fifty-ish live. Um, though, keep in mind that we do have more folks that listen after the words, as these will become a podcast along with the rest of our live series. So, wow, that's yep. So that's the way it is that's the thing that is a thing yeah it's uh i don't know it's variable because you know sometimes sometimes we're over 100 sometimes it's you know about where it is right now so and uh one one contributing factor is the fact that a lot of folks in europe are going to sleep so this tends to be a little bit on sort of the downward portion of the day but that's probably also why a lot of folks listen to the podcasts. Um, and mm-hmm. I guess I haven't really looked into where exactly those listens are coming from, but I guess I could do that at some point. We yeah. uh, we maintain stats for that kind of thing. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah. With that being yeah. With, so with that being said, like you know, are there? Do you have any questions for me? Does anybody else in the chat have any questions for me? New listeners. Yeah, we're gonna just to. Take a look at general here again if you want to join us on discord we're at discord.gg slash gensokyo you can join us over there uh, and ask questions for miko tan or for us if you really want to i mean that's that's a thing we're here right now so um and i think i think in the meantime just like for us we've had a number of opportunities to ask our questions for for miko tan and uh yeah uh 
I don't really have anything offhand, really. I mean, you know, just me personally, as part of this process, I have a whole list of questions that I literally just ran through. DMJ, is there anything that's, you know, any burning questions you have? Um, actually, pretty much the only burning question I have is like, so we've talked a lot about like the actual, like, Toho part of the event, but what I'm more kind of trying to figure out is like, what are, let's say, for people who want to come to the con and need to eat, like, what, like, are there a lot of restaurants nearby? Is it like a really decent location when it comes to getting food? Cause like, I'm a food dude. And like, I already said on a previous podcast, like, if In N Out does not impress me, I am putting the entire city of LA on blast. <laughs> Hmm, good question. So, there are a few restaurants. Uh, it, they, it is about a 15-minute walk uh, to the west. Um, there's, uh, I found out about this actually when I was in one of the other serves. There is a cafe called the Inaba Cafe. Hmm. Okay. So, uh, but yes, uh, for food, uh, because food is going to be a little bit trickier like that, we are going to be inviting food trucks. There's a little turnout um, on the um, on the co- on the complex, which can fit around four to five uh, food trucks. So that should not hopefully will not be an issue because I get I mean it is California you know say what you want but you know we do have a pretty nice variety of food options so we will try to cater to that. Yeah. And, um, and my my experience with food trucks in the LA area, just Southern California in general. Because uh, I've I've been in multiple places in over the years, but you know, anytime I've gone to AX, they've got like pretty much a whole parking lot, bunch of different options there. Uh, base and you know, like a couple of other events that I've been to in Southern California as well over the years, but their food trucks don't disappoint. Generally speaking, they're quite good. Um, and what's what's obviously like one of the cool things about it is sometimes you get options that you just don't really find anywhere else but yeah i'm i'm actually quite excited about that because i'm i'm down to find some food that i haven't uh, haven't tried or haven't had in a long time either way okay good stuff uh we've got two questions here rom says can i get a shout out well there's uh, your there's your shout out there's your, sh- there's your shout yeah. out rom <laughs> there's your shout out right there okay uh coronto eight asked coronto b my bad mm. asked uh will will there be any board game table set up hmm, good question um so far we're not sh- we're not sure yet i know damaku you know is a thing yeah uh we'll have to see how much space because again we are limited due to space in our main gaming hall it's mostly focused on all the big setups all the e-gaming so we might have a side room for that we'll see we're not we i can't confirm that okay so gaming will be a thing. As for board games, we shall see. I think it's contingent on space at this point. All right, some good questions so far. Feel free to drop more in if you'd like. Uh, at this point, I think we should probably get into some of the games uh, that we have seen come out in the last month. Uh, we like to cover Steam games generally, and we've got a small handful of things to cover. Um, some of these kind of sound familiar, but I guess DMJ and I, we can start getting into them if you'd like. If oh, DM- the Steam games. Yeah, the Steam yeah, games. Sorry. Hello. I'm, ty- <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I'm typing. I'm typing something. All right. Uh, let's, uh, uh, so let's like, swap over. 
Yep. I'm going to start it right. here. We've got Gensokia Recollection. It's an early access game. It's a free-to-play game, as of right now, anyway. Uh, currently no English support. It is in the genre of sort of an adventure, RPG, strategy-type game. It is a more or less top-down 2D, yeah, definitely RPG kind of feel, although some of the environments in here are kind of unique. Like, you're at the top of the SDM, it looks like, in one of these. You've got, like, a... Is that, like, a battle system? This isn't translated, so I kind of have to guess for some of this stuff, but... Okay, we have, like... There's a turn screen, so maybe there's, like, a turn-based type of type of deal in this. Interesting. Like, like I said in, a, in the comment there... It's an RPG about some Hina losing memories. I let Google Translate take the wheel on this one. Ah, uh, yeah. None yeah. of it made sense. None of it made sense. Ah, uh, well. Yeah, like, like, it, like the the grammar was just absolutely atrocious. Google didn't know what to do. All right, fair <laughs> enough. Uh, I guess that's what we're getting for that one. That's, <laughs> that's how it goes. Especially, we've said this before when we do these like these game, uh, sort of going through what has been released in the last month, but. It's like 50-50 for if whether it's been translated into English or not. Because we get a lot of games these days on Steam that are just only available in Chinese. Which, you know, is what it is. It's cool to see more games coming out, but, I mean, we know there's a lot of fans over here. We like to see that stuff and, you know, read, be able to read the story and whatnot. Alright, mm -hmm. uh, what about Kadama's Adventure? Uh, DMJ, you'd mentioned that we've kind of seen this one before. Was this just like a... Like, I don't know, it doesn't seem like it was a demo before, but why have we seen this one before? It's, it's currently think, in early access, so. I think uh, it was announced at one point, it was like put up, I think they pushed, the, maybe they pushed like the date back at one point. Because I think we talked about it at least three times in three separate months. Yeah, So it's, well, it's difficult. Like, I even mentioned before the show this evening, I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, we've seen this one before. But why have I seen this one before? It's almost like, are they intentionally moving the dates around to get more coverage when people look for newly released games? I don't actually know. All we know right now is that, we've probably talked about this before, it's currently in early access. If you look on Steam, it, the release date uh, was August 23rd, so it would have been after our our, our previous show, right? I, I think? Mm -hmm. Anyway, so <laughs> something like that. But. Yeah, so early access, it's currently available for three bucks. What kind of game is this? This is a 2D sort of side-scrolling type of game. So like, whereas the other one was sort of top-down RPG maker kind of feel, this is a 2D, almost like a, yeah, it's a platformer kind of. Yeah, it's like a, how would I put this? Whereas if Toho was Mario, mm -hmm. this game is like Yoshi's Island. Where yeah. it's like you have the side character yeah. who's going off doing his own adventure. Yeah. And it actually kind of looks like it plays like Yoshi Island, where you just got that side character, you jump, you have like a basic attack. That basic attack can be upgraded to maybe do some other things. Mm -hmm. But there's like no magic. It's just. You're just Kadama. a poofball. Like. You're just a little poofball. Gotta yeah. go save your friends. Yeah. Like, you know, like the, like Aya's hat, like one of those palms or poof balls or whatever. It's just like one of those and you're doing stuff and there's fairies around and you're going through the world and doing stuff. So, all right. Um, yeah, I, I do remember the, the Yoshi's Island, uh, reference from before. 
So, yeah. Uh, Alright, this next one is interesting. We know of Sono Higurashi vs. Toho Universe, but now there's a game with the same title and the number two at the end. There's a sequel. I just love the fact that they also the title is a play on the Mortal Kombat vs. DC Universe title. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I will forever enjoy that. Yep. So, of course, if you haven't heard this, it is... It is a 1v1 style, like, fighter game, so character versus character, and the thing with this is that all the character sprites are men cosplaying whatever character that is, and they're just, like, photo... they're, they're like, spriteified, photorealistic-ish kind of images in all the different, like, fighting poses that you would need for all the different, like, sprite frames. Uh, <laughs> it's essentially OG Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Uh, you know, just like if if you need, <laughs> if, you, need if any... you ever get a chance, you need to go look up like the actual like photography of the original Mortal Kombat and what they did, where they had like to do like the kicks. They had them like stand on a pillar, and they had to do like an actual leg kick, and mm. then they take the picture. But then they also have like ones where they're doing like really strange poses. But it's like they they have to hold the poses for a minute because they have to take many pictures. Yeah, so you can find you know uh, what is it, uh, Akasaka versus Alice. And like just two two worlds collide. Yuka versus Mion from 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 Hiroshi. It is what I'm it just, is. I'm just blown away that somebody just is like, you know what? And and not let's just do this. Not only did they think that, they thought it twice because this is the sequel. Like there, I think there are more characters and stuff. Like so, it is what it is. Take it or leave it. It's ten bucks. <laughs> take it or for ten bucks. Take it or leave it. I'm down. I'm down. Uh, okay, so we'll skip the next one then, and then we've got this last one, which is oh goodness. Uh, okay, this one I have no clue. This is your your ball game. I didn't click anything on this because okay. you you even put a note that says please do not look at this. I want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. So there, there's a reason for this, and um, this is gonna accompany. This is gonna be with a a clip. So you can click on you can click on the store page, DMJ, but just don't watch the video. It's the very first thing. Uh, these different screenshots. It is a 2D top-down style game, but the dialogue is like and 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 the character little um, images. Like Reimu is basically just like a red triangle with the head like the classic hair and then some some curved bow like there's there's like the, that... the, the minimum amount <laughs> of detail that you need to be able to recognize that character it's basically what these images are i want i i haven't clicked the video no but is that the guy who's the same dude who's from the, the that classic halo video where it's like attention gamers Noble Six needs your help. That's correct. He that is, is trapped that is, on <laughs> That is voiceover Pete. He did a thing for this game. It's voiceover Pete. I am so happy <laughs> that Fiverr exists. So, yeah. so don't click on that yet, because we're gonna get there. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna play it for folks, because uh, it has to be done. It has to be done. So Rainbow, it is decreed. Yeah, yeah. So, just just looking through these images, Remu says, what you want. Uh, Rika is like, looks like the lights are defect. It's like, just... Hello, who's speaking? How did you get my number? 
Why is there reception against Sekiyo in a desert, no less? Uh-huh. So there, there's like a battle system and stuff. This almost reminds Wait, me of- the fairies have guns? Like, what is that? Uh, is that does reflect? actually look like the fairy has a gun. And whatever that explosive is, I don't know what that is, but, uh, yeah, okay. Uh, Mistia says, All right, gang, this be the parte of our lifetime. I don't know why lifetime is spelled that way, but it makes me naturally just, that's an accent. Like, I can't say that without an accent. Uh, I just. I'm not. I'm, it's I'm sorry, I'm such a beautiful. It's a big meme. Oh, Look, every now and then, every now and then, a meme game has to be posted. Uh, it's it's just the way it is. You know, you because because here's what happens, right? You'll pass by the like, oh, it's another like fan made curtain fire game that you know it it, it just mimics sort of what we've seen a hundred times before. If it's not an official game, it's like, well, you know, what's different about this? That's the question that, that tends to get asked. Whereas in the official games, it's like, we've got new music, we've got new characters, we've got new mechanics, possibly. Like, there's more to it than just that, typically. But but this thing, every now and it's just, I don't know, man. So, I'm going to pause this. And uh, th this is, it's going to be done, so. Okay, I'm going to, I'm cranking the, I'm cranking the station side. Well, I'm I'm also gonna I'm gonna pipe it here too, so you don't have to. But um, okay, cool. Here we go. I just need to make sure that this is all the way at the beginning, and yeah, if you don't know who Voice of Repeat is, you will. You'll you'll recognize it. It's uh, it's a thing. Hold on, I'm stalling for time. Um, okay, and yeah, loop. Here we go. Attention, to who fans. Remus Holiday has been ruined. An unknown force is keeping her hostage in a very unpleasant place in Gensako. Look, dude, as a fan, it's your duty to help her beat up these guys and resolve this incident. So, here's what you've got to do. You only need to play Remo's Awesome Holiday. Get it? Oh. It's out now. Let's go! <laughs> I, am, I am so... Beyond glad that that happened, but what hurts me, what hurts me on the inside is that it didn't end with asking for your mom's credit card number, because that's just what makes voiceover Pete just perfect. The, obviously, the delivery is solid. The delivery is good. <laughs> Jen Sacco. Jen Sacco. <laughs> Now I'm just imagining it's that's the next it's like Gen Z. You have Gen Sock. No sock generation. It's just a generation of sock people. Oh, generation we of all, sock people. Yeah, yeah, like like further down the line, it's like you know, it's like Splatoon lore. Like we nuke self, like humanity nukes themselves out of out of existence, but then like twelve thousand years in the future, sock puppets become sentient. Is this our next form? Is this what yeah. life is? Yeah. Is this where Toho is heading? Yeah. Yeah, I don't Toho, know. Toho Sock Puppet Theater. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So that's, yeah, that's a thing. It's um, it's technically coming soon. We typically don't talk about these games until they have an actual, like, release date or whatever. But I, I stumbled upon that. It's also, I think, the latest one. If you look on Steam, it's, like, at the top of the list in terms of recent quote-unquote releases. But, yeah, I, uh, there it is for all of you. That's Reimu's Awesome Holiday. What is... What is it? Yeah, 3D top-down, there's some dialogue, there's some, like, 
fighting mechanics that are sort of reminiscent of like early Final Fantasy battle mechanics kind of thing or whatever. Um, yeah, there, there it is. That's pretty much all I got for you. But, this is uh, oh, hello. This is beautiful. Yep, that's a thing. Uh, so there's one more on here. Oh, is there? Yeah. Uh, yeah, there is. Okay. Ooh. This is actually, we have to talk about this one. Because, yeah, we do. We do. Because I saw it on Reddit and I got super excited. Yeah. So this is a good one. Uh, anyone ever, like, if you try to think of this, does anyone know of a Toho FPS game? Can you think of one off off the top of your head? Here's the thing. Uh, there is one. It's called I Am Sakia, the Toho FPS game. It's on Steam. It's currently available uh, and it is exactly kind of what you expect. It's a Toho FPS game in the style of Doom. Of Doom. <laughs> and Sakuya is the character. Sakuya is Doom guy, basically. There, the Reddit post that got me hooked on this was like, "Hey guys, this is the view of the quad shotgun." Yeah. And I was like, "A quad shotgun? What?" Yeah. So they started running around with a quad shotgun. It looks like like you could stop time. You can like you can yeah you can stop time and rather than firing knives, Saki has a gun. So, <laughs> so well, no, there's knives. There's knives there, as well. There are knives as well, but yeah, Saki has a gun. Uh, she can stop time, walk around, fire the bullets from the gun. They will just stay there in the air, and then when time resumes, then they do their thing. But yeah, uh, you are walking around halls and different things. It, it is very much like. Like it's 3, a Doom mod, 3D, like in the style of Doom. It's a Doom mod. You got it. So it's a Doom mod. Yeah, it's straight up like a Doom mod. It mm-hmm. so it looks so cool. The fact that they even went as far as to do Sakia's head like Doom guy, mm-hmm. yeah. where it's looking around. Oh, it's perfect. That's the, the, the description's also great. Oh, it's I, like I uncover haven't... the origins of Sakia Izukoi's past and investigate the mansion where the Scarlet Vampires reside in the Toho Project fan game. Wait it's a like, minute. Bleh. Oh, I see. Uncover- <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you got it. I was like, where is this description? I, I see it. Yeah, this is an unofficial fan game, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, okay. You got it. And like, a mysterious mansion has suddenly appeared in Tokyo with this shrine made an in, uh, insistent on sitting, uh, sitting this out. Until something happens, one of the legendary humans, Sakia Izukoi, decides to investigate. She gears up and exits the human village towards the mansion. Unbeknownst to her, this is what the start. This was the start of her new life. So this is the Sakia uh, origin story prior to prior to meeting Romelia. This is a fan-made origin story. This is a yeah. This is one way it may have happened. And let me tell you that you know just. That the preview, like the preview video that's accompanying this game, some of the screenshots, I actually might pick this up. Cause, I'm picking it up. Yeah, because it's well, and and it's it's also one of those games where, unlike so many other games that we see these days, it never hit early access. As far as I'm aware, you know, there wasn't a demo. It was just like one day I saw this on, I think it was Twitter, and I was like, ooh, when's that coming out? And apparently, it's like, well right now <laughs> which you know that's kind of refreshing you know it's basically for s- someone made a game or some team i don't actually know made a game in secret basically it's just they worked on this they spent some time on this and then when it was done it's like all right world here's a new thing wait a minute let's see if you're ready for this hold up yeah i'm holding hold up nope let me see is this is this what i think it is hmm this is made by the same people 
that made Sakya Izakoi gives you advice and dabs. Oh, yes, yes, that is also, that's true. So, this that, actually looks so cool, though. That, that meme like, VN style, like, you're having conversations and getting dialogue boxes game, series of games, because there's, there's also, like, um, there are a few other games that they've made as well. Uh, yeah. This is, I think, I don't know if they've made any other 3D games, actually. Um, I haven't really, I haven't actually played any of their games, but I've seen others play them, and I'm pretty sure, to, to me anyway, this seems like the, their first 3D type game, so... And they're the most expensive game at this yeah. point. At t- it's six, well, yeah, six seventy nine. You're right. Like the others are are basically like hand over your pocket change. You know, like ninety nine cents, two dollars, five dollars. I I call them I call them you gift them to your friends as a joke, kind of. I kind mean, of price. honestly, that's probably the way that a lot of people got those games. Yeah. You know, it's it's the only reason why I have bad rats in my Steam game inventory. You- because it you was no, it was gifted to me twice. You have no idea how many times my buddy would literally spend Christmas and he would dump all of his pocket change onto his, like all of his pocket change onto Steam Marketplace and then also sell all the cards and then just start gifting absolutely everybody in his friends list bad rats. <laughs> yep. So yeah, that's a thing. Miko Tanya, you got any thoughts on the, the state of Steam games, fan games on Steam. It's a it's a thing. So there's a whole world out there. So it's good yeah, stuff. It's a, it's a whole it's a whole world of who games. who is Jen Sako? No idea. Nobody knows. All right. Uh, well, ordinarily I would play another song, sort of somewhere in here, but um. We're actually running a little bit low on time. I moved up a song from the last show, from yeah, last month's show that we had that uh, we didn't get around to because the same thing happened, and the same thing's going to happen to it in this one. So we'll never know uh, until maybe next time. Uh, so I do want to talk about a little bit of uh, station stuff because it's it's got to be done. So something that we. Do we try to, you know, put in every live show that we do is just a little bit of what's going on at the station. Obviously, we have our weekly updates and things, but there is more to cover here than uh, just the latest Steam games and stuff like that. So we've been talking about a couple of things. I'm going to get this out of the way because I was talking to DMJ about this before the show today. And I was like, I have spent the last like within the last few weeks, I've spent two of them going back and forth between our fulfillment company for like the like the company that does our merch and and distributes it uh so like obviously for those who don't know we have a store it's on our website consolecurity.net but i've been trying to work on a few different new things we have a t-shirt for indigo that's basically been ready to go for literal months at this point um and i've also been trying to work on a couple of hats and i got samples i think at the beginning of summer and then I think like my summer coursework started up and I it was a dense class so I needed to just focus on that and uh, you know among all the other like normal things that the station has like merch kind of takes a backseat a lot of times to be honest 
So eventually, what was it? Yeah, a few weeks ago, I start getting back into it and I'm like, okay, we've got a couple of samples that I got earlier. These samples look really good. We have a couple of hats. One is a baseball cap that is, it had just, it's real simple. It just has our, our GR logo on it and it's, it's solid. Like the, the embroidery on this hat looks really, really good. It's fine. Uh, the other one is a snapback, and that is for our Indigo brand for our Lossless stream. And, uh, and well, I should say it's for our membership program, which has Lossless streaming with it, to be to be precise. But anyway, so the snapback has, it's a little bit more complicated. It's got a 3D puff print on the front, so like the lettering is really raised. Uh, the triangle initially didn't have music. Where has my music gone? It's going to pop up eventually at some point. Libra whatever the heck. Um, anyway, it'll happen eventually. This hat has, yeah, so raised print or raised embroidery on the front. It looks really cool. It, it feels good, like premium. It's also got a little logo on the right side, so that's all fine and well. But the process to get that done took a little bit. Uh, it was a little bit of back and forth initially, so like that's where the first... Oh, that's not where the first week went, but basically the, the sample I got initially looked really good. Um, all of it was raised, even though like the little triangle part couldn't be puff print precisely. It had to like, they had to do some other like 3D method or whatever for the embroidery and it looked really, really good. So I just wanted to replicate that. And over the last three weeks, I've sent, I kid you not, probably like 20 emails back and forth trying to figure out how to get an order that is the same as what I got back in the beginning of summer. Um, so as it turns out, for whatever reason, the finalized designs that we had back then, I used the same finalized file, the finalized design, and used that for both of the products and sent them on their way. And they came back to me with all the same inner, like intermediate steps in between the initial order and the final send out. They're like, hey, you have this, this, and this. Here are the thread colors we recommend. It's like, I've already gone through all of that. So I basically just said, here's the sample we received. Make it look like this. Here are the colors and just get it done. Like, I don't want to go through this again. What they ended up doing was sending me an order with the, the baseball cap had wrong thread colors. So that's not what I ordered, basically. Um, they... I had to kind of fight them a little bit and say, no, you guys just didn't use the thread colors I recommended. Uh, like the first person was like, here are the colors, it's right here. It's like, no, read my text. <laughs> like, that was, it's been a frustrating week, okay? So they admitted that was their fault. Somewhere in the line, they just didn't apply the updated colors. They're sending me a new one for the sake of completeness and whatever. As for the indigo hat, the snapback, apparently I have a unicorn because what they that hat the hat the the sample I have right now has apparently apparently originally used all puff embroidery even though the triangle portion of it needed to be something else there was I guess according to them a human error was made and they accidentally put puff print for the triangle which looks really good I like the look of that it's great I want that again but they said that was human error. We can't do that again. It's like the only other method that we can use is flat embroidery, which is not nearly as cool. So I said, that's unfortunate. They're going to send me a refund for my order. And we're just not going to sell that because I don't, it's not as cool looking. And I don't think it's worth the price that we're going to need to end up paying 
uh, or charging for, for people if they want to get one. Unless that doesn't matter to you, um, I guess, you know, voice your opinion now in our Discord chat, discord.gg slash Gensokyo. If that, the, the rest of it is just super awesome. The the one little thing there is like, I want that triangle to be puffed or raised and they won't do it. The only reason it happened the first time was human error. They won't do it again. I have a unicorn. I, it sucks. Like I want that, like I want to show people that. I'll probably bring it with me to Toho Fest, so that I can actually like show people, here's what we wanted to, you know, have out there. We just can't. Um, we might be so like I'm actually trying to figure out how to do more of this stuff just on my own. It's gonna be more work for me on top of all the other work I already have to do. Which I don't know if this is a good idea, but I'm also not super enthusiastic or excited about continuing to work with this company. So, but for now, they do our fulfillment. They're like. Their, their shirts are great. Their shirts are fine. Uh, the indigo print is actually the first multi, uh, like multicolor. Like, like it has like gradients and stuff in it. Like they're really really subtle, but it, that turns out really really well. I really like that shirt. So the indigo shirt's gonna be out there. The baseball cap. As soon as I get the uh, the the new order, I just want to confirm that they can do the thread colors right. Uh, as soon as I get that, that'll also go up on our store. So those will be the next two things to go up. The Indigo Snapback, it's going to be delayed. If if not indefinitely, if I can find some other way to do it or some other company to do it, we'll... yeah. Uh, so that's the state of that. I've been talking about this for a few weeks now. That is what I know. So, um, yeah. So look forward to that. I'll, I'll, get the, I'll get the Indigo shirts up on our sites uh, by tomorrow sometime. I think I've, I've said this before, but I will I will work on it tonight. It'll be up on our site tomorrow if you want to grab one or just see what that looks like. Um, so yeah, that's what I know about that. We also had a number of things uh, going at the station. So we had some like minor schedule adjustment stuff. I actually I accidentally set the station scheduler to be a little bit too aggressive with the variety of, of songs that it chooses from. Uh, basically, our system tries to, like, separate duplicate circles, duplicate song titles, duplicate artists, uh, duplicate albums, like, from, from playing too close to one another. And so there's, like, a set of rules that dictates all of that. And what I ended up doing was I ended up setting one of the rules a little bit too aggressively to the point where I think we had, like, a two-minute, 30-second gap or something where we legitimately had dead air. Whoops, that was on me. So... Uh, that has since been fixed, but yeah, we still... That's one of the big focuses, I think, is to just try to get a variety of music that is both music we haven't heard in a while, maybe, on the station, as well as any new songs or new releases that are in the active rotation. Uh, I, actually, there's a separate thing to play those a little bit more frequently to try to catch up with all the other songs in terms of how often they play on the station. Uh, just to get those out to people to be like hey this is a new song you know like typical terrestrial radio stations will play like the same five or ten songs uh very often you know sometimes they'll play the same song in the within the hour uh luckily we have a lot more music to to play around with so that doesn't happen that closely in fact i think the most you'll what is it like you generally won't hear the same song in the same day just because there's there's too much music to go through, so uh, yeah. I'm I'm kind of like 
I don't know why this just happened in my head, but when you said to like terrestrial terrestrial radio stations, I was imagining like we're now the aliens. <laughs> yeah. We're uh We are not like any of those other terrestrial <laughs> radio stations yeah. out there. You're right. Yeah. We're we're something else. Something else. Uh, we had a request block. I don't think I mentioned this on here. Um, what was this? Last week or the week before? Pretty recently we had... Oh, no, it would have been last week, actually. Yeah. So we had like a little request block to play music, take requests. Ah, I, I did talk about this a little bit before Mikotan came in. Um, yeah. that, that was really good. We took requests for a couple of hours. We played those on our station in real time. The trick was that you had to be either... Like in our Discord server, we also pushed a notification out to folks who have our mobile app, um, which is right now just for Android. We're working on a new app that is going to be cross-platform, so hopefully we have something out for iOS by like me early next year, maybe. Like I'm, this prototype, I'm, I want to get this out for Android at the very least, um, like before, like either the end of fall or early winter or something like that. So I. It's it's going behind the scenes. It's just not very fast because that's just the way it is. Too many other things going on. Um, but yeah, the request blocks are just they're, they're pop up events by design, so they're meant for like our most recent or not recent, our most active listeners, the people who are sticking around with us uh, the most, and you know they're on our Discord server and stuff. So uh, we announced several times during that block, hey, this is a request block, like on our station for people who are just listening and maybe aren't in our discord server or they're not following us on twitter or whatever um yeah so anyway that that worked out really well that was fun and um yeah those will just happen whenever like they're not planned there's no real cadence to them it's just kind of a combination of when i have time and when i think about it so <laughs> that's literally it so um yeah but uh but thanks to everyone who who showed up for that and made some requests that was a was a good time we also ended up playing some music that we don't typically play because I am right there and it's just sort of a one-off and so DMJ I think requested a song that we typically don't play and there were a number of other songs that we typically don't play that played during that block so it's a good time uh yeah um Jai, well we're towards the end of our show here so let's just kind of go through this real quick uh our meetup podcasts are now available on spotify and deezer i've said this before but we have them on more podcast platforms so if you're looking to listen to some of our meetup events they are uh, events separate from these live shows we make these live shows available as podcasts as well but it's a separate event series the meetup events uh there's no music we talk about a particular topic uh, that we focus on for that event it's just a discussion between us sometimes we are you know some something that people can learn from sometimes it's a discussion sometimes it's just us kind of hanging out and again just around a specific topic like uh, early on, we had some like meet the Gensoki Radio staff stuff, and so we learned more about like what people were into and whatnot. Interesting. That's uh, atypical, but uh, just the song here. But um, and then to mention, we got to mention this. Uh, we do have Indigo. I mentioned it before, but uh, we have a membership program in lieu of 
merch sales because they're they're not really profitable i'll be perfectly honest again i'm kind of trying to work on that behind the scenes but we need capital to change things and that's tough so to help us out with that we have a membership program uh it is through indigo the big benefit there is aside from supporting the station and its development and all that stuff you get access to our lossless streaming endpoint it is literally the best quality audio that we can get out to your ears and that is available through our website you can so cured at that slash indigo you can find out more about it there that is a lossless flack stream so um, we are also, it, it helps to support our multi-regional server network or radio network and stuff like that. So anyway, uh, and then I guess after this stream, I do want to mention that DMJ will be uh, getting into doing a bit of a stream on his channel as part of our uh, variety event series on Gensoki Radio. So you can tune into Splatoon 3 over on his stream. Yeah, I'm going to be, I don't know, I think it's going to, it's not going to be immediately after stream, it's going to be about like around 9 o'clock-ish, that gives me time to use the bathroom, get some stuff set up. About about 50 minutes or so from the end of this? Yeah, it just lets me get some of the the, the little hiccups out, and I'm going to run a bandwidth test to try to get rid of some of the hitching that happened last time. Awesome. Yeah. I, I will be there. Hopefully some of our folks will join us as well. It, I guess for those of you who don't know, I'll mention it as well. Uh, yes, Kiwi, that is exactly it. We are on Spotify as well for the meetup series as well as the live series. That is us. So um, you can find us out there as well. Um, yeah, I was going to mention DMJ streaming. I've been streaming since like uh, like March or April or something. Um, I aim for about three times a week. It's it's part of Gensoki. It's, it's not really. It's an independent event. But because we're GR staff, we'd like to sort of push this out to our community members as another thing to sort of like gather around and talk about and just like another event for what it's worth. We we put it out there as a variety event as part of that series. And so there's my stream series, there's DMJ's stream series. I'm so glad you're finally getting started. DMJ's been talking about this for literally years. Yes, I've been wanting to do this forever, and then right now it's just going to be what's on my Switch, and I might get the Steam Deck working, but my actual like rig rig, I don't. I'm still working through that. There's still like some little quirks I gotta figure out, but currently I figured out the capture card at least, so I can get the capture card working, and I'm good to go. Yeah. All right. Finally, we've got uh, what is it? Next month, we know who our next guest is. Next month, we're. I don't think we're gonna say them right yet, but we've. So yeah, DMJ is hyped. Uh, a lot of the folks who maybe listen to the music that DMJ likes uh, are also gonna be hyped. So. Uh, look forward to that. That event announcement will happen later on here. It'll probably be a little bit earlier than normal because we actually know when the show date is going to be. It's just not out there to you guys yet. So stay tuned for that information. And that is going to do it. So Mikotan, if you're still there, I see you're uh, still around. But thanks for joining us. I'm here. Yeah, thanks for joining us this evening. It's been uh, good just sort of chatting, learning a little bit more about yourself and Toho Fest next year. Again, for folks who are looking to maybe meet up with some more fans, some of our listeners, that's what I'm looking forward to personally. Uh, it's We're going to be out there. A lot of other folks are going to be out there from the community. And just join us, hang out, chat, You know, visit some panels, get some merch, all that good stuff. It's going to be a good time. Um, that's mm-hmm. going to be, again, when is the event, uh, Mikotan, for our listeners? 
Yeah, so once again, the uh, event is going to be on the on April 29th to the 30th, so it's one weekend. Uh, April 29th to the 30th, uh, 2023, next year, um, held at the Torrance Cultural Arts Center in California, just south of um, LAX Airport. So, yeah, we definitely look forward to seeing everyone there and such, you know, just being up, you know, obviously look forward to seeing you there of course um yeah. we look forward to seeing you know a bunch of people you know in real life and such oh so, yeah. yes thank you again for having me on yeah thanks for joining us and for everyone else out there thanks for tuning in this evening this is again so radio live number 120 as a final bonus i will let you guys know that i am working on getting all previous episodes of Gensoki Radio Live up. There are actually, between Live 27 and Live number 1, there are 15 episodes that need some very minor editing. They were never produced for a podcast, so there's still, like, stuff at the beginning, stuff after the show that needs to be trimmed. But after all that's done, we'll make it available, because we've been doing these shows for slightly more than 10 years at this point, and... Yeah, we've got plenty of space for it these days. So thanks again for tuning in tonight. Uh, for DMJ and our guest Miko Tan, I am Lunar. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll talk to you next time. Till then. Mm-hmm.